great Sunday fun day. Good to have you all here at the Transformation Christian Fellowship. It's good to be here. Go with me to Luke chapter 5. I'm going to take a, a, a just, uh, I'm going to detour from our series. We've been on a series uh, talking about um, hot button issues. Thank you. <laughs> so we've been talking about hot button issues. We've been talking about, man, we've been covering uh, mental illness, sexuality, racism, and truth. We've been covering different things. So we've covered mental illness. We've covered sexuality. Uh, Pastor Don did an awesome job on Tuesday night on the live. Pastor D.E.P., as we call him around here, did an awesome job. Man, people have been reaching out telling us that this series is so needed, uh, saying that it's been given in love. And so we've been getting good news about it, but I want to take a break just for Sunday. We're going to bring it back up next Sunday. Don't want to miss it because we're continuing. Like, has this been helping you get a better understanding of what God is saying so that you can add to the conversation? So, yeah, so we, we, we're trying to make sure that everyone knows how to defend the gospel and not only just defend the gospel, but you know how your conversations are changing. You know what I'm saying? Our, our normal barber, barbershop conversations, all of that is changing. You need to know as a Christian how to talk about these issues. Some people don't know how to talk about sexuality. The first place that people should be hearing about sexuality is in your home family. They don't need to be hearing it from the school system. You need to be understanding that stuff from home and teaching it right. Because if you don't, you know what's going to happen. Somebody else going to teach your kids and you know what's going to happen to that. They're going to go and believe that that's actually right. And so a lot of times the way people act out and behavior stuff is because of what was not taught at home. And so you put more of a hard job on teachers to teach something. And then if you're not careful, teachers now are being forced to teach stuff that they don't even really agree with. So you have to understand how to deal with that, right? So next Sunday, this Tuesday, we're continuing it. We're online. We don't have service here on Tuesday night. It's going to be online, Instagram Live. So uh, join us there. Uh, but tonight, I, I want to kind of deviate your attention to kind of give you some uh, uh, encouragement tonight. All right, so Luke chapter 5. I'm going to go there real quick. I'm not going to be long. We're going to get out of here and get more to the fun. All right. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake of Gesineret and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Uh, verse 3 then says, ladies and gentlemen, then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitude from the boat. Are we on verse 4? All right, verse 4 said, when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Right. And then where are we going to pick up at verse 5? It said, but Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, say at your word, I will let down the net. And then verse 6, we're going to hit verse 6. And verse 6 says, And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. All right? So I want to kind of encourage us for a little second. I heard God just tell me 
um, to tell me to, to just share, you know, share this with you just for tonight. I just want to talk to you at your word, at, at your word, at his, at his word, at his word. So I only really want to key your attention on uh, verse four. That's where I really want to key your attention is on verse four. And uh, no, excuse me, at verse five, actually. And verse five says, but Simon answered, this is Simon Peter and said, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. All right. And so Jesus had um, Jesus, you know, asked him, hey, can I use your boat? There was masses that crowded around uh, Jesus because they wanted to hear him. And uh, it's funny how acoustics work. So with the acoustics, he, he used the boat and he was able to position himself in a way that the people that had pressed him were able to hear him. So after Jesus is done ministering, Peter and them, they were fishermen by trade. So they're out all night. The nighttime is the best time to catch fish, right? The best time to catch fish is at night. So they've been out all night long, and they have not caught anything. They have not caught anything. They haven't catched anything. And when you're out all night long in a part of your profession, profession, uh, profession, excuse me, is catching fish. That's what you do. You begin to get weary and tired because you've been doing this all night long and you have gotten no results as of yet. You get what I'm saying? Have you ever been in a place in your life where as though I'm doing what I'm being told to do, but yet I'm not seeing the result that I would like to see? And I've been doing, I've been working at it. I've been working hard at it. I'm, I'm doing it like they said that you're supposed to do it. You know, fishermen, the, the best time is not to go out in the deep to catch fish. And it's not to go in the daytime. The best time to catch fish is at night. So I'm doing this. And I'm trying to provide for my family and doing all of this stuff. But the things that I'm doing is not seeming like it's yielding a return. And so you get like Peter and, and you get like Simon Peter and, and, they're, and they're there and it's like, we've been at this all night. And you got this man, Jesus, who is a carpenter by trade, telling a fisherman, yeah, cast your net further, launch it deep. How are you going to tell me? You do wood, brother. That's what you do. You're a carpenter. Fix something. I'm a fisherman. So you're going to tell me to do something that is counter, <laughs> that is opposite from what you are supposed to do in order to see a result. You're going to tell me after I've done this all night long. And see, the thing about it is, is that they're at a point where it's okay. The daytime is here. The dawn is here. I'm done. I'm finished. I'm going to go home. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sulk, you know, I'm going I'm, to I'm say, whoa, it's me. I didn't catch no fish for today. And I'm going to go home and pick this up again tomorrow or later tonight. Yeah. That's what they, they, and that's what you would think in your mind that, you know, after I didn't try this, our, our first reaction is to, you know what, you know what, you can have it. <laughs> I'm moving on. I'm no longer doing this anymore. I'm going to go to something else that is going to work. Yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to go do something else. 
But I believe that in this season transformation and the reason why God had just told me to just stop and to bring this to us because it's not that you are doing the wrong thing. You just need a word. <laughs> it's not like you are doing the wrong thing. It is not like you're in the wrong position. It's just that you got to just make it. You just need a word to affirm and to confirm that what you are doing is not wrong. It just needs a little adjustment. <laughs> oh, my God. Oftentimes, ladies and gentlemen, we quit right before we can get a word. We quit right before you hear the right thing that will adjust and put you in and, and, and bring you in the place where you can really see the result because you can be doing the right thing. You can be doing all of the right things, but it didn't take somebody to come along and give you a word to say, maybe you should change up how you're going about doing it. So Jesus is the man that comes along, these fishermen, who's a carpenter, and tells them, you know what you need to do? You need to go back out there, and you need to go in the deep, and I want you need to launch, you need to go out further, and you need to cast your net there. So all Jesus, and, and here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, the word that is being given here, ladies and gentlemen, is consider a rhema. There's two words in the Greek. Is the Lagos and it's the Rhema. The Lagos, ladies and gentlemen, is the word of God. It is this. All right. This is the word of God. God's word that has been given for instruction, for reproof. This is the word of God. Right. Rhema, ladies and gentlemen, is just is used as the spoken word. Rhema, ladies and gentlemen, is what comes, is, 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 is a word that is given out of the Lagos, is a specific application or utterance that is given out of the word of God that applies to your life for the moment. Are you hearing me tonight? So a lot of us, ladies and gentlemen, are living off of Lagos, and that's great. But if, until you have the word become rhema in your life, in other words, where you can take this knowledge and you see that the knowledge then gives you a specific instruction through it that can then adjust your life and then put, oh my God, and you start yielding and seeing the result. You see, this is the reason why people are not seeing results is because they say, Pastor B, I read the word, but have you got a rhema? Have you got an understanding of it? Because if you have an understanding of the word and you get an application and the spirit of God gives you an utterance through the word of God, that you see then in other words it'll make a difference in your life but most people say the word doesn't work it doesn't work because you haven't asked God to give you a rhema in it you <laughs> ah! say I have all this knowledge that's great but if you don't know the rhema this is what the oh my God this is what begins to uh, uh, when 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 you get a word that is a rhema word right it is a spoken word that is given the Bible says oh my God what it begins to do that it begins to build up faith in your life and see a lot of times faith is lacking because you haven't got a rhema see when God gives you a word not only does he give you a word but then he says upon two or three witnesses that a word is then affirmed so what God will do is give you a rhema and then he'll send two other people to give you a confirmation of the word that he's giving you. 
Are you hearing me tonight? So that you know that what he is saying is applying to your life. That's why you should not despise prophecy. Because when God gives you a prophetic word, it is a utterance that is being spoken over you that should be coming from the word of God. That's how you know the word of God is true because it comes from this. You can't have the rhema without the logos. And so some people want to give you a rhema word, but they haven't given you the logos as a foundation. Are you hearing me tonight? You can't prophesy to me outside of the springboard of the Bible. You can't give me all of that is is nothing but a soothsayer. You can't give me anything that is not affirmed in scripture. Are you hearing me tonight? And so when I get this word, God, when I get this word, they, what they needed was the right word to give them not to quit. See, when you read the word of God and God gives you a rhema in it, it's almost like a light bulb goes off in your head. It's almost like you get this revelation in your spirit that wakes something up in you and say, you know what? I can't quit here because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so you need a speaker to give you an utterance through the Lagos so that your faith can be built up to a point to not quit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need a word to help you keep from quitting. You need a word to keep you from giving up and throwing in the towel. You need a word that puts you on the right course and gives you life. The Bible says in John 6 verse 63, he says the words I speak are life. Are you hearing me tonight? There is no dead words in God. There is no dead words in God. God's of the Bible says for the word of God is alive. It's active. It's living. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. There's nothing you can do when you hear the word. Something jumps up on the inside of you and says, I gotta keep going. Look at somebody say, you need a word. You need a word. He gets to a place. That's why it don't amaze, it don't amaze me how you can go to a dead church and hear a dead sermon. There's no life to it. I can't go sit under nobody who don't know how to give a rhema because I'll die there. That's why you need to get out of your dead church because at the end of the day, if you're not hearing life, you'll leave out of there deadless just as you came in. And so Jesus is there. He's there. And he sees them. And he can see the look on their faces. But here's where we can learn from Simon Peter. You want to know what you can learn from him? Simon doesn't go back and forth with him. He doesn't. He just tells them, hey man, he tells them their situation said, I've been doing this all night long. He said, Master, we have toiled all night long, and we've got nothing. It is not until the place, and it's not to the point where you get desperate enough that you need a word, that you get to the point where you say in your life, you know what? 
I'm humbled to a point. Sometimes there's things have to go wrong in your life in order for you to get to the point where you say, you know what, God? Well, let me try your option. Let me try what you have to actually say. You know, you are the creator of this whole universe thing. I might as well give you a chance. I didn't try everybody else. I didn't go on to all the Instagram gurus and Facebook people. Got nothing. So uh, let me give you a try. And so the really the reality is, is when you've been doing it all night long, You've been toiling, you've been giving your best effort, and you haven't got nothing. When somebody gives you an, uh, 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 my God, another way of going about doing things, your ears get a more, a little bit more open. Your heart becomes a little bit more receptive. Because it's like, you know what, I've been doing this all along. Let me try something different. But it's not to a place, it's not, you don't get to that place until you get humbled. Humbled enough to say, you know what, I don't, you know, let me, I'm not afraid of doing something different. I'm not afraid of changing things up. Yes, I know this is the way that I, that, that this is the way that we know. This is the way we've been doing things. But you got to be open with God. You know, you got to be open with his word. You got to be as open and say, you know what, spirit, whatever you got to say to me. At this point, I've given it all up. At this point, I have no other option. I don't let me tell you something. I don't, I don't have nothing else. So, so God, give me something. Ah, you got to get to a place where God give me something. See, that's why you don't understand the word because you'll read a familiar passage in scripture and you say, oh, I know it all. You don't know anything because there's so much that the Holy Spirit can teach you just with a simple verse of Psalm 23 that you didn't even see before about the Lord being your shepherd. It's still some things that you don't know about scripture that if you can reread a familiar passage, something sticks out to you that was different from what you read before because that's a rhema word being applied to your life at a specific point and so they're there i'm actually closing they're there he said nevertheless (sighs) all right all right i didn't got to my end of the rope now but you know what nevertheless you got something better I'm going to take a carpenter's opinion. (laughs) Hallelujah. I know I'm a fisherman, but I'm going to take this guy's opinion. You know what? If you look at the context clues of the scripture, though, they had to hear Jesus preaching. So there was something about what this man was saying that was already registering for them. And so if this man who's full of wisdom and full of knowledge and understanding is telling me after I didn't hurt this man, he didn't use my boat. He's given all of this. There's something about this man. There's something that he knows that I don't know that can help benefit me. And that's where you got to get to the point with God and say, God knows better than what I know. I know I didn't try it on my own, but God knows way better than me. God's highest thought, lowest thought is greater than my highest. And so there's something about this man. They heard him preaching. And you know what he said? You know what? Nevertheless, I'm going to give him a chance. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. TCF, you just got to get to a point. You know what? Nevertheless, if I just get this word, I know it's going to change my trajectory. If I get this word in my spirit and I'm 
applied to my life is going to shoot me out as an arrow. I just needed this one word. Let me tell you something you got here because you needed that one word to keep you going. You needed that one word to say, you know what, I'm in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. But I just needed that word of confirmation to say, keep going on. Nevertheless, you need a nevertheless in your spirit. Don't go back and forth with God. Give him a nevertheless. You know what? Nevertheless, I digress. You know what you got. And so he says, go out further. Jesus. Hallelujah. We in a season now that we about to go out further. We about to launch out further. But you just needed a word to tell you. You're almost there. But you just needed to get to this word that said, nevertheless, TCS, your will be done. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You just need a nevertheless in your spirit that I must decrease in order for him to increase. You just needed a word in your life that said, he shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. You just needed a word in your life, a rhema that tells you that he's giving you the power to create wealth. You got business ideas created. Don't wait on nobody to give you no money. You go ahead and make it yourself. You don't need a You don't need them to try to help you. You go out and do it yourself. You just needed a word. You just needed a word. It said, nevertheless, upon your word. If you say, go further, I'm going to go further. If you say, stop here, I'm going to stop here. But if I get that nevertheless, then that means I'm ready to receive. You're not ready for the word if you don't have a nevertheless. You're not ready for his instruction if you don't have a nevertheless. You need a nevertheless to say, upon, oh my God. Lord, I just need, I just, I just need. I just need a word. You are one word away from your nets breaking. You are one word away from seeing the wealth. You are one word away from seeing your family finally come to the knowledge of Christ. You're just one word away from you feeling like what's been holding you down is about to be released you just one word away hallelujah because the bible said after you didn't suffer a while uh, come on now you shall he shall establish you you're just one word away you've been trying to figure out why i've been going through all this hell you're just one word away that's why you've been experiencing what you've been experiencing because you're a lot closer than what you think you are you are a lot closer than what you think you are but if you get that one word See, we've been talking about this for a while now. It just needs one. All it takes is one word. All it takes is one word for this whole thing to just blow up. We've been waiting, but it just takes one word. It just takes one word. Hallelujah. It just takes one that he shall establish the works of my hands. It just takes one. It just takes one word. It just takes one word. You just need one word to help you step out there. 
Hallelujah. Only be strong and courageous. That's all you needed. That's all you needed. You just needed that one word. That one. I just need the rhema word. Hallelujah. Look at somebody say at God's word at God's word and here's the thing when he gives you a command you better take it you better run with it when God gives you a word don't sit on the word but I heard the word of God said blessed are those oh my God who not only are hearers of the word but they are doers of the word and if you get that word you don't need to sit on it but you better run it all the way to the bank because God's word is assured he said his word is been established in the heavens and there's no way his word the bible says his word shall perform and accomplish everything it is set out to do there is no failure in god's word god's word has never failed god's word has standed the test of time and it will continually and continually stand for the hell oh my god the test of time there's even another scripture says that heaven and earth will pass away but it's why Jesus, his word will remain. Everything else will go, but his word will remain. That's how much God puts on his word. It is a promise that's guaranteed. I just need a rhema. I just need a rhema. Come on, stand to your feet. Give God praise there. I just need a rhema. Come on, praise him because of the word. I got a word in my heart. His word that I've hidden in my heart that I will not sin against thee. For the Bible says that his word is a lamp unto my soul. I'm not gonna light unto my path and a lamp unto my feet. His word in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. Hallelujah. And the word dwelt amongst us. It became flesh. That's what we have in God. And the scripture says that man cannot live off the bread. Oh my God, can't live off the bread. But after every word that proceedeth, that proceedeth out of the mouth of God, you need a rhyme. That's right, Bryson. I just need a word. Ah, I just needed a word. I just needed a word. Oh my God, encourage somebody and say, hang on in there. Come on, encourage him and say, hang on in there. You just need a word. Come on, you just needed a word. 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 If you're not saved, I offer you Jesus tonight.